Welcome back to Northbound and Brown. Been a minute. Been a minute. Preseason week three is yeah. coming up. I think the last time we talked was after the draft, right? It was. And that's like we kicked <clears> up <throat> our season and then we're like, all right, y'all. And we, took a, we took a big, big sabbatical. And now we're back. Shit's been busy. Exactly. Um, Since we've talked, the Olympics have come and gone. Mm -hmm. Um, Tokyo Olympics were fraught with drama, intrigue, and the triumph of the human spirit. Mm -hmm. Star gymnast Simone Biles, of course, stepped away famously from most most of her events, Mm -hmm. um, citing the twisties. Katie Ledecky cleaned house with two silvers and two golds, making her the most decorated female athlete for a second straight Summer Olympics. Um, And a number of Olympians broke their own world records at the Games, which is pretty cool. Kevin Durant surpassed Carmela Anthony's 336-point record. And didn't USA take home gold, right? I don't know, actually. Let me see. I'm pretty sure Because I know did. that they were sucking it up for a while. They did. They were really making everyone nervous. USA men's basketball gold. I Another believe they did take home gold. That's... that's uh, well, there we go. <laughs> um, let's see. Oh, and three countries secured their first ever gold medals. Bermuda, Philippines, and Qatar. After a rough 2020, it was a really fantastic year, honestly. Like, no doubt about it. Final medal count. United States, 113 total medals, 39 of which are gold, 41 silvers, and 33 bronze. Fun fact: the United States now has a grand total of 1,061 gold medals since the 19 or sorry, 1896 Olympics. In wow! Is one of those golds? Men's is the men's basketball okay, from so this they, year? They pulled it together. Yes, they did. They won, beat France in the final, which I don't know how France made the final. <laughs> But yeah. China came up right behind us with 88 total medals, 38 of which were gold. Um, the Russian Olympic Committee after them was 71 total. Great Britain after them was 65, and Japan, 58. So, I mean, it was a, it was a good, yeah. good, well fought, very interesting games. Um, we are now just a few days into the to- Tokyo 2020 Paralympic Games, where just today two American swimmers brought home the gold. Paralympics will be running through September 5th. Stay tuned. Mm-hmm. Now let's just jump right in to, to the Browns What part. you all, you all want and love. And need. And need some, finally the Brown season is back. I mean, I can't believe that. This is like, this is the best time of the year, honestly. It is. It's, it's I mean, it's, it's why we're here. It's why we do what we do. Yeah, it really is. It's the whole reason why we started our pod in the first place. So, just last weekend. The Browns and Giants faced off for the second preseason game, in which they secured a 17-13 win. Mm-hmm. Presently, the only team in the league to win all three of their preseason games. George, do you know who it is? All three? Who? Steelers. Oh, I knew it. I didn't that. <laughs> that will most certainly change in the coming days, as next weekend we are playing the Falcons. Mm-hmm. And securing our third win. So, yep. Steelers, you ain't special. <laughs> but Any thoughts, comments, questions, prayer, prayer requests on well, your last game? With the last game, um, honestly, I think that we didn't really learn anything when it comes to our guys. But the, the people, the thing that's the most in, interesting and the best about um, this preseason has shown that we have a say. We have a we have a backup safety if need be with. Um, Grant Delpit not looking like he's going to be ready for the season. Ronnie Harrison having problems. John Johnson the third is totally looks totally fine, and there is no injury issues with him. But uh, Richard LeCount, I, th- I think that's the second or third, um, is playing really great. He was a six-round pick this year, so it always shows that there's some diamonds in the rough when it comes to the late rounds of the preseason. Um, but honestly, I mean, we have two, two rookies already, we already know, that are going to start. Um, with Greg Newsom and uh, Owusu-Koromoa. Um, 
those guys are probably definite starters. I mean, with the injury to Jordan Phillips, um, and uh, Greedy Williams not looking like he's going to be ready to go. Um, stuff with Denzel. I, I think they said Denzel will be ready to go by week one, but Greedy probably not. Um, so it looks like the corners are going to be Troy Hill in the nickel, uh, Denzel on the left, and uh, Greg Newsom on the right. Well, that's facing the offense. But yeah, I mean, I think we still have a defense that's really ready to go and, and looks fine. Um, I remember when draft night when we were talking about uh, who we wanted to pick, and Greg Newsom was the man. He was the guy. He's the fan favorite that we wanted to pick. And yeah, and he's looked really great thus far, and so is Wusu Koromoa, who somehow we snagged in the second round. That was so, <laughs> honestly, the defense looks great. I think the offense looks fine as well. We have not seen anything out of the starters thus far. Mm-hmm. Uh, have not seen them in at all. Tomorrow they will be announcing if we're going to get any starter play in the final preseason game. Ooh, that would be interesting. We'll keep you guys posted. Um, in that final game, George, uh, we are playing the Falcons August 29th, correct? Mm-hmm. 8 o'clock. A late, 8 o'clock. very late preseason game. All right. Yeah, it's not even like Atlanta has a different time zone. Yeah. Just, <laughs> they just made it 8. Sure, why not? Yeah. Um, any predictions? Any discussions? Any any feelings? Well, I don't know. I feel like I feel like this is one of those things where it's the, it's the best conversation um, to have. And that would be, do you want the starters to play? going to the last preseason. I think we should do a poll mm-hmm. on our North Iron Brown page and see if you would like the starters to play going into Sunday. I know it's most been the thing most talked about. Um, I'm actually kind of happy that they're having the preseason games on Sunday. They used to be on thir- only Thursdays, and then, then Saturdays, and now they have them kind of mixed Thursday, Friday, Thursday, Saturday, uh, Sunday. So I'll be able to watch that. Um, okay, uh, I'm about to say... Give me one second here. We're having a call from not not the person I'm expecting, but Little Caesars. Oh. Can we break real quick? We can. We'll be right back. Welcome back to North Island. Yeah. Sorry. We had a huge break. Huge break. Huge break. But my laundry's almost done. Yeah, I'm about to say. Yeah, Ellie's laundry's almost done. But back to what I was talking about with. Um, the Browns and um, everything that's been going on with, uh, you know, um, the rookies and the new signings and all that. Because uh, we haven't seen any, we have not seen any Anthony Walker, our new linebacker, a new uh, huge piece to our new um, defense, you know, in the middle there with the linebacker spot, which is something we really struggled with last season. Um, the biggest thing, however, I would say, um, is that D-line something that we have to watch and something that might be a bit of a concern. And I didn't think I would say that D-line would be a concern this year, considering we have Jadevian Clowney and Miles Garrett on both ends. But the middle, you lose Sheldon Richardson, Tack McKinley's had some off-the-field issues already. Um, You know, I have a couple new signings there. So can the middle of the D-line bring the same... Uh, velocity as it did last season and you know that's a big thing losing Sheldon Richardson really is a huge uh, it's kind of a huge loss because you look Derrick Henry fumbled the ball I think three times last year and he was one he was one of the one who caused one of those mm-hmm. um, so being able to cause uh, a ruckus in the middle of the line is huge is very important too but not the you know the edges are very important but mm-hmm. being able to be strong in the middle is something that we're gonna have to really watch and hope isn't a, isn't an issue because that Giants game we did not look strong on the D line 
uh, with the running the running game especially the passing game I feel like will be fine mm-hmm. I think so. but the running game is something that we have been gashed on before and we have to watch so. yeah and I feel like that is one of the things that just like it's a continued issue for the Browns and I'm not sure if we have the right formula just yet but mm. you can't judge anything at this this, this point in the game we'll yeah. see what happens yeah. might, we might get pleasantly surprised let me see what our D linemen are real quick. Uh, who, who, who the guys in the middle are? Like I said, Tack McKinley is obviously a name. I don't even know if he'll start. Uh, Mac Wilson looks bad yet again in the past couple of preseason games. That's very sad because he looked great in training camp. Uh, but we'll see. Like I said, sometimes there's a completely freak things. Ha- the freak thing happens, here and some guys who look bad in preseason training camp uh, will make big plays in regular season. It, the NFL just works weird. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. Other than that, um, we obviously haven't seen anything uh, from the starters, really, like the wide receivers. We haven't seen re- we haven't really seen Odell in action at all, even in the scrimmages. Um, I think he's still working out through the rehab, and he will be ready by week one. I heard. And that's the thing is, like we, it feels like we're close, but what are we? Is it two full weeks until week one now? I think maybe three. Oh. Because it's uh, September 12th. Oh, okay. So, yeah, just about uh, a little a little bit under three weeks, about 17, 18 days, right? Um, and, uh, yeah, so it's getting closer, but it's still very, feels pretty far away. So you have a couple weeks to get everything in order. Um, it's September 9th, but okay. still. Got a little ways yeah. to go. Yeah, got a little ways to go there. It's exciting. Oh, is that when the first game is? Okay. I think that's the Thursday there. Yeah, let's say who's who is the first game? It's Cowboys and Bucks. Cowboys and Bucks. I, so the Cowboys rough, are gonna get trashed. That is a rough, rough first game, yeah. especially for the Cowboys. I mean, we have I'd say we basically have the runner-up <laughs> in our game. <laughs> so runner-up's the toughest games. Um, oh, that, it's a four twenty-five for ours. I yeah, is that weird? That is weird. They don't have a different time zone, do they? I don't know. They no, might. Oh, you know what? I think they do. They do? That, that's... I did not know. I, uh, I Somewhere think, in Indiana, I think it cuts off. To it cuts off? Okay. I was wondering. I was like, I was like, what the hell? I was like, there, I was like, do they have a different time? Why are we playing at four? But, that is strange. Um, I can't remember the last time we opened a season on a 425. I know. It's been a <laughs> Maybe it's a good almost. omen. I don't yeah, know. hopefully. That'll <laughs> change because every single time we play at one, we get fucking blown out. I, I, I think we're going to win that game because, I mean, our last game against Kansas City, we almost had them. Mm-hmm. And Patrick Mahomes got unmanned at the Super Bowl. Yeah. So he's going to be, I, I think, sweating a little bit. Well, I think that's the biggest thing as well uh, with the season is. You know, even if we get trounced by them mm-hmm. in the first game, just remember that this game is the one that matters. The one in the playoff does. Mm-hmm. So, if we see them again, that'd be great if we didn't see them <laughs> in the playoffs and they got beat out miraculously. But I doubt it. Um, I mean, after the Chiefs game, we have the Texans, who might be the worst franchise in the NFL right now. Um, okay. I'll take it. And then we have... Chicago, which they don't really know their quarterback situation. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we have the Minnesota Vikings, kind of the same borderline there um, with not really having an identity. They have Dalvin Cook, which I guess could you could say is their identity, kind of a play-action thing with uh, Kirk Cousins. Stefanski's first time Stefanski's going to be seeing his old team, by oh. the way. Um, and then the Chargers with the hotshot young quarterback, Justin Herbert. And then Kyler Murray, which I believe is one of the most overrated people in the NFL. I don't know how he's a top-ten quarterback. I just don't get. I just don't see it. I don't understand. I don't. I just don't see it. 
I've seen some great plays from him, but like honestly, I'd put him on the same tier as Baker. And Baker's a tier two quarterback because he hasn't really done uh, insane things yet. But he's got a playoff win. And guess mm-hmm. who doesn't? Kyler Murray. Yep. So don't get it. Um, yeah, and then and then Denver, which is another team that's you know. Eh. So honestly, you could be six and two, or, or really uh, yeah, really quick, six and two, you know, five and two, really quick. Um, so I mean, obviously, you have the Bengals twice on the schedule, which is which <laughs> stuff's going on with Burrow, not looking good over there. Also, the Lions, you know, obviously another team that's rebuilding. Um, but then you got some tougher ones with with the Raiders. Uh, paid, uh, is it the Patriots? Yeah. I mean, even the Patriots is kind of a rebuilding team. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. but like, a, we have tougher ones with Green Bay on Christmas Day, by the way, everyone. That'll be interesting. And then um, Baltimore, obviously. And then Pittsburgh's never going to be an easy game. So you always have to, you always, <laughs> always have to count them. I guess. Yeah. This <sighs> was so mad. I think it's the number one thing that the Browns have to realize and remember and just make sure of. And that is just uh, not taking them lightly. Even mm-hmm. though we sma- smashed them, the Steelers will always somehow figure it out yeah. and come back strong. So I don't know if it's some kind of curse. It feels like it at I know. this point. If we, if we sweep them this year, then I will have full confidence that this era of the Steelers is over and they have to begin a different yeah. rebuilding era. Because then I feel like we'll really have their number. And they're not going to get better as the years, you know, go on with Ben. Ben's only going to get go down from mm-hmm. here. Even if he has a great year this year, it's, it's he's going to continue to... He can't to, last forever. Yeah. Especially because he has not been healthy and taken care of himself up until suddenly recently because yeah. he wants to you know, keep his job. Yeah. So honestly, like, I don't know. I mean, if you sweep... This is the best chance the Steelers are going to have to come back and embarrass us this, this season. So if you beat them this season... If you beat them twice this season, I mean, I think it's over. Another year under Ben Roethlisberger's belt, um, you know. So he's a, you know, he's older. They really don't have their offensive line figured out, mm-hmm. you know. And once you start looking towards the draft to improve your team, like actually make big impacts on your team, you're not a Super Bowl competing team. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, and I'm not talking about like, I mean, we, we you know, we're obviously make you know, utilize the draft to make big moves like uh, Koromoa and Newsom, but I'm talking about like big things, like like rebuilding pieces, cornerstone pieces. New, Newsom and Owusu-Koromo are future stars, but they're not cornerstone pieces. We already have those. Mm-hmm. Baker Mayfield, you know, Denzel Ward, those were our cornerstone pieces. Right. And once you start going back to do that with the draft, you know, you're not really, I would say, as scary as you want to be. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. We'll see. I, I, uh, I think... Beating Ben twice this year will just be the icing on the cake. Mm-hmm. So let's hope so. It will at least start to pay back 20 years of yeah. bullshit. Oh, yeah. Beating them four times in a row would be crazy. I would love it. But I feel like they're, oh, there's always a chance that they're going to squeak one out. They might. So. I, I, I'm just, I like denying reality. So mm-hmm. we're going to beat them twice and we're going to the Super Bowl. Yeah. That's right, like, exactly. that's the season for me. And if anything else happens, I don't want to hear about it. I know, right? <sighs> Honestly, like, my biggest thing, the only thing I'm scared of is Najee Harris. Najee Harris looks really good. Mm-hmm. Like, Chase Claypool, we've seen him before. You know, Juju Smith-Schuster, we've seen him before. But Najee Harris, we have we don't really know how he's going to be. Mm-hmm. He's kind of a new force. And, you know, breakout rookie seasons are because, 
usually because no one has a tape on you. Right. Uh, in the NFL especially, so. Well, we have a couple of weeks before we play them for the first time, and you better believe that Stefanski does his due diligence and will be keeping an eye on mm-hmm. Steelers. He knows how important this uh, rivalry is. Oh yeah, so fancy. He, I forget. There was this thing they were talking about. He doesn't. He hasn't even been doing interviews because he said something about how he's like, I know how important this season is, and he's like, I'm not gonna. I'm not talking to any of the national media. Mm. So I like it. Love to see it. Yeah. Um. But I don't know. I mean, they had Patrick Mahomes got some reps in preseason. You saw that, which is crazy. Um, I don't know. Andy Reid, I mean, I just, he, uh, he's ballsy. I will give him that, but mm-hmm. it usually pays off, but it only takes one time. Yeah. And I think he's playing, I think he's playing another quarter or two this upcoming week. Oh. And that's the thing is like, I would, if, if I had Patrick Mahomes, I don't, I doubt, I don't doubt his abilities whatsoever. Mm-hmm. I would not play him. You know no, what I mean? Just, to, I mean, just to be safe. Yeah. You never know. I get, like, him getting back in the swing of things. But when you have the best quarterback in the NFL, the best quarterback in the NFL isn't going to be bad just because you didn't get him in the swing of things early. And I'm thinking, like, you never know. I mean, you can take a look at, like, Joe Burrow. Young, healthy, up-and-comer. I mean, lost his rookie season to an injury mm-hmm. out of nowhere. So it's like, you just, and you know, nobody What is a, a certain person we know? You are not promised tomorrow. <laughs> Anything can happen. Yeah. But Honestly, I, I wouldn't do it, but yeah, it I don't get it, it. It doesn't make any sense. Even like I said, if you have the best quarterback in the NFL and you're paying him like one, you ha- you have full confidence that just because he didn't play in a couple preseason games, mm-hmm. he's gonna be fine. Yeah. Honestly, I'd put ba- I'd want Baker to knock the rust off and play before Patrick Mahomes. Like I said, yeah. Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in the NFL. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Andy Reid's a different type of you know coach, so. But I don't know. I, I I don't think we need to play our guys. Uh, like like uh, the guy was talking about on the radio. He was talking about how, you know, you lose, you get rusty even after just a bye week. Mm-hmm. So we have an extra week even after this preseason that we're not playing. Right. So if the, if the season was next week, I could see him getting in some reps. But you're already going into an off week next week. Right. You know, so. It's like, yeah, it couldn't hurt maybe. I don't, I don't know. It's just... It's a risky situation because we have, it's not like we have a, a cushion either should have anything happen to Baker. It's like, because I have, you know, less than no confidence in our guy, what's his name? Case. Yeah, Case Keenum. <laughs> and then, uh, just, no, I don't yeah. like it. So, I don't know. It's just, I wouldn't yeah. know what to do. Well, that's the thing. is like, this season is really riding on, um, okay. Uh, this season is really riding on, um, you know, the health of the players mm-hmm. right now, and uh, you'd rather have a rusty player than not have him at all. I think is the be- is the best way to put it. I think so. So, yeah, I mean, I'm really excited. Um, I think it's such a different culture now. Yeah. <laughs> and it, Stefanski's kind of hushed the noise of the hype, and he was and just is just a guy who was just going to get back to work. And that's mm-hmm. the kind of guy we needed as at coach for a very long mm-hmm. time. Definitely. Where Freddie kind of fanned the flames. He, he, he really, loved the, uh, the hype, yeah. Yeah, uh, Stefanski's really playing it down. Because, you know, Stefanski wants uh, to do something that no one's ever done here. And, I mean, the fact that even if you just get to a Super Bowl, win the AFC Championship, or if you just win the AFC North, yeah. is insane. So I mean, the, that would be, I mean, in, in Baker's four years, going from, like, terrible team to great team. Yeah. It's, I mean, you couldn't even ask for better. I know that they're going to want more. Of course, that's the nature of the Oh, game, yeah. That's the nature of sports, yeah. Just, 
just the AFC North would be great. The AFC Championship would be great. Yeah. I mean, it's just... I mean, even just having, like, like I said, the AFC, get, winning the AFC Championship, just getting there. The bar is so damn low. Yeah. One playoff win last year blew everybody's minds. <laughs> and a close, a close playoff loss. And we were like, that's it. We're going to Super Bowl next year. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> That's all I needed to see. I mean, that's the thing is, like, I don't know. It's It might have been a blessing in disguise that we didn't win that Kansas City game because... There is such a thing as flying too close to the sun mm. too early. And with our defense, like how bad it really was this past year, it probably would have got shredded by the Tampa Bay. Oh, most definitely. You know, by the Tampa Bay offense. So I would rather Patrick Mahomes get embarrassed in the Super Bowl than us. Yeah. So, because I think we probably had a good shot of beating the Bills as well. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And so that probably would have put us in the Super Bowl, which would be in, which would have been insane. But like we talked about before, Super Bowl hangovers are real. And I think we're either going to see the Chiefs or the Bucks kind of dump off this year. My money's more on the Chiefs. Oh, yeah. I think so. Because, I mean, not only did they lose not a single touchdown, really. Yeah. Like, oof, it was rough. Man. It was rough. And guess what? They said that Pat, that offensive line still looks like it's struggling. And that was their kryptonite. And, I mean, you can't have a bad offensive line. Uh, coming up with with Cleveland coming to town pretty soon, having Clowney and Miles on the sides. Mm-hmm. They're not a big running team; they're a passing team. And when you have two huge pass pass rushers, that could be the kryptonite for Patrick. So, could be. honestly, Week One could get really interesting really fast. Definitely going to be exciting. We might want to even live stream that one because that's that's going to be some shit. Oh yeah, we got to talk about after what what we want to do. By the way. Well, like what we want to do like for the game because yeah. honestly, if we get like a bunch of TVs like even here and grill out, that'd be cool. That'd be a good idea. Yeah. We're gonna have to come up with something good. Yeah. But yeah. But yeah, guys. That's all I've got. Uh, otherwise, just ending on an optimistic note. Like, I feel good about the season. I feel good about the, the team that Baker and Stefanski are. I mean, just mm-hmm. their first year together, we saw a huge turnaround. So, oh, yeah. Like, I mean, yeah, yeah, I think that's the biggest thing that we we uh, tend to forget pretty fast. And that is uh, the fact that um, this was Stefanski year one, mm-hmm. which is crazy. So. Uh, I mean, Cliff Kingsbury's about to be in, I believe, in his third year, I think? Maybe, maybe, I, this gotta be his third year, because, right now, because, um, I remember they have the big thing about Kyler Murray and his, the tandem over there. He's going to his third year, and might not be getting any, in, into the playoffs. I mean, two years down, he hasn't even touched the playoffs, or has been really that close mm-hmm. over there in Arizona, and they jerk off Arizona more than anyone, and I'm, I'm thinking to myself, like, I don't get it, I don't understand. I know that Arizona doesn't have as many playmakers as we do, but they, I mean, they have, that's the, I think that's the funniest thing too is this narrative of Baker is surrounded by talent. Look, like Kyler Murray mm-hmm. hasn't been able to make it. DeAndre, he's the best wide receiver in the league with DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah. You can't. I. You can say Jarvis and Odell are great wide receivers, but neither of them are in, in the top five. Right. With like DeAndre Hopkins, uh, Devonte Adams, Stephon Diggs, that Josh Allen has one of the best. Mm-hmm. Kyler Murray is one of the best. Uh, Tyreek Hill, Patrick Mahomes is one of the best. I, I that's the thing is like you can say Odell or uh, Jarvis. Jarvis is a solid player. He's not he's not this like a spectacular player. He's, a, he's a, I think he's a really good player, but he's not like in the upper echelon of wide receivers. Odell hasn't been the last three years and probably hasn't been that in, in the upper echelon of wide receivers since 2017, 2016. Mm-hmm. So you really, if you really think about it, Baker does not have like a top ten wide receiver. They can say all they want two top ten wide receivers. It's it's not true. No, no. So. But yeah, I think I think that's the final thing uh, with for the podcast coming to a close. Um, keep an eye on the Grant Delpit situation. It's not looking like a great situation, really sadly. 
which is pretty a pretty huge bummer. Yeah. But Richard LeCount, like I said, might be a real diamond in the rough. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the look of him uh, last week. Yeah, I know that 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 pick to seal it was pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I think that's the best thing. And that, I think that's that's also a test. Uh, what is the, what's the word? Uh, uh, that that just attests to how great Andrew Barry is. Uh, with his drafting because I mean you know those late rounds might seem like they don't mean anything but like come to a time like this where you have two banged up safeties and you drafted a safety you're paying him basically nothing to might have to fill out a starting role it's insane yeah, so it is. the, the Barry Stefanski era is, is huge who's a player that you are the most excited to watch this year honestly Baker really I really I mean you know you love Miles Garrett and you want to see him and Jadavion Clowney do well together but Baker is the one that we've all been watching we've all been we've seen this wild mm-hmm. metamorphosis from like cocky asshole to then like beaten dog to mm-hmm. now like on the rise again and this I just, evolution i like the arc. story yeah. yeah i just want to keep see how it you know plays out i know and i think what is it um he already beat the record last year with with uh quarterbacks that you know going into his fourth year now mm-hmm. uh like consecutive years that we've had the same quarterback which is crazy and he also has uh, finally put an end to the most disgusting um, record of all time, mm-hmm. and that being the Ben Roethlisberger's most winning quarterback in first energy. Finally Ugh. put an end to that. Gross. <laughs> um, so yeah, thank God that those dark times are over, which is, that was probably the most disgusting stat of them all. Yeah. So to have that back is, is nice. It's yeah. Good Honestly. start to a long and beautiful friendship. But yeah, uh, like I said, I'm excited. I, I you know, I would have said Grant Delpit um, as the player that I would have want to watch, you know. So it's kind of a bummer that we're kind of having the same injury issues because it's a different injury now. Oh, great. Um, and Greedy Williams has been very injury prone. Um, we got to stop drafting these LSU guys because mm-hmm. they are. Yeah, Odell, too. Yep. Um, Jarvis has been like the Iron Man here. So far. But, uh, yeah, like I said, I think that's the thing is you got to. You hit. That's the best part about the Stefanski Barry era as well is they know they understand depth mm-hmm. <laughs> and they know they understand that you got to have a next man up. So yeah, most definitely. But yeah, I'm excited. Uh, what what would your season prediction, your win loss total be? Mine is 13 and four or 12 and five. I think that's fair. I would say 13 and four. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that. I feel so. I feel the same way as well. I feel like I feel like there's going to be an L to the Ravens here. Yeah. Because I don't know what it is. We can't... The same mental block we were having with the Steelers we've got with the Ravens for some reason, which I, I don't understand because, I mean, Lamar Jackson is great, but, like, he's figure-outable. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, And that's what a lot of people have talked about, that this might be the year that Lamar Jackson really gets figured out. Yeah. So, yeah, guys. Well, this is our first, I would say, what, pre-season uh, preview, would you yeah, say? Yeah, I guess yeah. so. Because the first one we did was... I mean, Just the draft, yeah. recap, and everything. So, yeah, this is kind of our first season preview of everything. We are back. And, uh, yeah, we're going to start doing them weekly from now on. From now on. Yep, yep. And I realized um, Anchor is partnered with WordPress, so we can start posting our articles. Nice. Yeah. So we'll Ali's going to have a lot of articles to a lot of things to talk about. Also, so. you probably could be able to find me on Media. Because mm-hmm. right now I'm writing about video games. But, but I mean, Browns season, could also be a time. Yeah, with the season bearing down on us. That's right for the Browns. It's yeah. about stuff we like. Sounds great. So, yeah, it's a good year coming up. I'm I know. I feel it, it, too. I feel it, too. So, but, yeah. Bye, guys. Bye.